Welcome to worship. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord, risen so we might truly live. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and be open to receive his restoring and gracious love. He loves us, we love him in return, and he calls us to love one another. ever-loving, always-forgiving God over all. You created this wonderful world and hold out your arms to save us time after time. You are always the same and will never let us down. Your road ahead is straight and sure. Thank you for saving your people, first from slavery, then from exile, and finally from the power of sin. Thank you for sending your son to suffer and die and rise again so that we might be given a chance to begin again. Your road ahead leads out of sin and into your loving arms. We are sorry that we let you down time and again. We fail to respond to your love as we ought and miss opportunities to help build your kingdom. Forgive us, Lord, and help us stay rooted in you, 
Your road ahead is always clear for those fixed on you. We know that with sincere repentance comes complete assurance of forgiveness. Help us to open the gates of our hearts once more, to welcome you in so we can sing a new song of redemption and salvation as the Hebrews did as they left Egypt and the Jews did as they left Babylon. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Psalm 98 Sing a new song to the Lord. He has done wonderful things. By the power of his right hand and his holy arm, he has saved his people. The Lord has made known his power to save. He has shown the nations that he does what is right. He has shown his faithful love to the people of Israel. People from one end of the earth to the other have seen that our God has saved us. Shout for joy to the Lord, everyone on earth. Burst into joyful songs and make music. Make music to the Lord with the harp. Sing and make music with the harp. Blow the trumpets, give a blast on the ram's horn. Shout for joy to the Lord. He is the King. Let the ocean and everything in it roar. Let the world and all who live in it shout. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together with joy. Let them sing to the Lord, because he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the nations of the world, in keeping with what is right and fair. Amen. You shall go out with joy and be glad forth in peace When the mountains and the hills shall bring forth before you Let me shout of joy and the trees of the reed Shall clap, shall clap their hands And the trees of the field shall clap their hands And the trees of the field shall chapter 15 verses 9 to 17 just as the father has loved me i have loved you now remain in my love if you obey my commands you will remain in my love in the same way i have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love i have told you this so that you may have the same joy that i have I also want your joy to be complete. Here is my command. Love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than the one who gives their life for their friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I do not call you slaves anymore. Slaves do not know their master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. 
I have told you everything I have learned from my father. You did not choose me, instead I chose you. I appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit that will last. I also appointed you so that the father will give you what you ask for. He will give you whatever you ask for in my name. Here is my command. Love one another. Amen. For the musical The Lion King, Tim Rice wrote these words. It's the circle of life and it moves us all through despair and hope, through faith and love, till we find our place on the path unwinding in the circle, the circle of life. These are reoccurring themes in many of our lives. Brokenness is healed by the restorative wood stain of hope. Weakness is repaired by the glue of love and our bonds are made strong again through the tightening of the spanner of faith. We are, you might say, regular visitors to God's repair shop. In the BBC television programme Repair Shop, objects that have been much loved but have seen better days are skillfully restored. Each item means something to its owner and we share the joy and sometimes the tears as they see for the first time the restored item. As another song says, love is all around and in that programme Love for a relative who is no longer here. Love that had been shown to the item itself and love in the skilled hands of the staff of the repair shop itself. Now God's love is just like that, isn't it? We receive love and we respond by showing it to others. We're sometimes worn down or even broken by our journey on the path unwinding. But God loved us so much that he sent his only son to die for us. God loves us so much that through the Holy Spirit, Jesus is still loving us today and promises to go on repairing and restoring us. This is the kind of love Jesus talks about in our gospel reading today. And we're called to love each other without any thought of gain or appreciation or any precondition that the object of our love deserves our love in any way. As we look at our lives, we see the circle of life moving onwards like a wheel. As we make our way on the path unwinding, God watches and comes to us in our need, like the designated first aider on a hike. Patching us up, giving us words of encouragement, and even carrying us when we can go on no more. Now, the last year has been a time for lament. But in recent weeks, we've all felt a sense of liberation. We've seen freshly cut heads of hair, friends meeting for an outside drink or two, and even folk packing up to go for a holiday by the sea. The Israelites sang today's psalm in thanks for having been released from captivity and given a freedom, the loss of which they had been lamenting for decades. We have had a year or so in the relative captivity of our homes, but many of them 
had been in exile for 70 years. We were told to stay at home whilst they'd been told they wouldn't be able to return to theirs. Our town and city centres had been left mostly empty whilst their city, Jerusalem, was left in ruins. We're opening up our society and our economy whilst they had to begin again to rebuild the walls and to discover their own law, restarting community. It might sound like those returning from exile in Babylon lost more than we've lost, but we too have suffered greatly, many of us having lost someone close to us or someone we knew. We too have lamented. We who read or sing this psalm today thank God for setting us free and for the vaccines and the way they've allowed us to reclaim something of our lives as they were before COVID-19. A great many of us have been praying and we praise and give our thanks to God just as the people of Israel did. Centuries later at the time of the Gospels the people are in a kind of exile but this time in their own land as we've been this last year. Roman occupation has set limits on their freedoms and many are plotting insurgence and insurrection. They're talking about the Messiah once more, the one who is to come and restore them to sole ownership of the land. And even Jesus' closest followers think he will lead them into a kind of victory which will show that he is the kind of Messiah they're expecting. Yes, Jesus has come to save them. Yes, he loves them. And yes, he will grant them a kind of freedom. However, he drops heavy hints that he's going to die. Die for them. Because he loves them. And because he wants to save them. And they cannot take it in. How could his dying help them to defeat the Romans? Jesus turns their expectations upside down. And it's not until he's been executed and has risen again that they finally understand what he's saying. In the psalm, the people are urged to celebrate what God has done for them. As are we in this season of Easter, as we reflect on the meaning for us of the resurrection of Jesus. However, we're called to respond not just through song, but through loving each other in the way Jesus first loved us. We're called by Jesus to bear fruit through showing the kind of love his father first showed the people, leading them out of slavery and exile and restoring them to their homes. As the Father loved those in exile, so Jesus loves those he's addressing in today's gospel reading and continues through the Holy Spirit to love us today. Now Jesus' mission is one of restoration, a bringing back, a replanting. So life can be lived in all its intended fullness. He says that laying down one's life for others is the greatest act of generosity, the complete self-sacrifice, the ultimate expression of love. During the pandemic, we've seen so much of this. In the example of the key workers from the front line of COVID wards to the emergency services and the postal workers. 
We have seen so many volunteering their time to help in their community, delivering food parcels and collecting prescriptions and shopping orders. There's been a great deal of the self-sacrificial love that Jesus modelled for us. He is calling us to be like him and to show that same kind of love to each other. However, we need to look at ourselves, at our motivation. When we seek to love one another, are we really showing selfless love as Jesus did? Are we giving something up for others, laying our lives down in some way so others might be restored from their time of need? The love we show is in response to the love we have first been shown. None of us deserves the love God shows, that amazing grace that saves us. Grace is a fruit of the Spirit, the Father's Spirit, which is in Jesus the Son. In the first disciples who heard his words and is offered to all of us today. So how are we responding to Jesus' call to love one another right now? It's hard to love like Jesus did, to lay down our lives, giving our time and resources to help others. And as we move on through the government's roadmap and the even wider freedoms it promises, let's not forget the love that has already been shown and continues to be shown to those who are, who are in need in our communities and further afield. We have been loved and are called to love in return. And our challenge is to keep our eye on the ball, on the deepest needs that will undoubtedly come to the surface in the coming months and years. Amen. Thank you.
Prayers for others. Let us pray. Loving God, teach us, your children, how to love your world. How to be careful stewards of your creation. How to be responsible for our fellow human beings. How to show concern for justice and human rights. Loving God, teach us how to love your world. Loving God, teach us, your children, how to love humankind, how to share with those who are in need, how to show respect to each individual, how to pray and how to serve. Loving God, teach us how to love humankind. Loving God, teach us, your children, how to love one another, how to be united in our trust in you. How to bear one another's burdens. How to help one another grow in faith. Loving God, teach us how to love one another. Loving God, teach us, your children, how to love our neighbours. How to listen and show acceptance. How to be with them in times of trouble how to let you speak and act through us. Loving God, teach us how to love our neighbours. Loving God, teach us, your children, how to love ourselves, how to accept your forgiveness, how to seek the good things you offer us, how to enjoy the love we receive. Loving God, teach us how to love ourselves. Amen. Many of us are not able to bring forward our gifts of money physically in a virtual service, but we all have so much to offer. Lord God, we offer you our money, our possessions, our skills, our talents, our knowledge, our understanding and our love for one another that we may be instrumental in furthering your work in building your kingdom in our church our community and in the world through Jesus Christ our Lord Amen
upon your soul. May his love dwell in you throughout every day. May his countenance shine upon you and be gracious to you. May his spirit be upon you as you leave this place.